Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Dragon Man. My name's Alex. Ah. I'm sorry. Welcome to Justin. My name is Tregoff. Welcome to Justin. Wow, we got some stuff to talk about today. Um, uh, Let's just jump right in. Uh, Hey, did you see the Rogue One trailer? Not Rogue One. Sorry. Last Jedi. I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. Have you seen the Rogue One? I have Rogue One on on, uh, 3D Blu ray. What do you mean? I I, know. Have you seen the, the Last Jedi trailer? Uh, I have not, of course. You, you have not seen Jedi The Last Jedi trailer. trailer. Oh, my gosh. It feels like You're, it always starts. Our conversation always starts. It always is way. because you watch all these trailers and like so does, but so this does is, Mr. Ann. And this I kind is the of big don't. one. This is the big one. This is Star Wars. Oh, so I we can't talk it, about it. But I kind of don't because I don't know, because sometimes it gets me upset. Like 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 last time when you were so excited and I was about like, the third. Yeah, but. Okay, here is Alexia watching the Last Jedi trailer for the first time. Go. It's a very pretty shot. I'll give them that right now. Oh, 
what was with this, the fucking things and the red shit? What was that? Okay. All right. <laughs> so the the last Jedi trailer. Um. Uh. Your first impressions, having just watched it for the very first time. What do you think? I mean, I have no idea what it's about after a first impression having watched it. So there's some truth to that. <laughs> like, I, I don't, like I don't. It's like it's okay. Like, it's got these people and some of these shots in it. That's <laughs> kind of what the trailer's saying. Yeah, look, I feel like look it's... at these people. Remember these guys? Yeah. Like it... like, remember that we had Poe Dameron and we had you know like oh yeah I remember him. Oh and look there's Finn, and I'm not sure why he's in some kind of clear capsule thing. Is he still recovering? Uh, yeah. That's so. So people and then have we've got these weird ships that are that are just pissing red, and it's like they should get that looked at. Um, <laughs> I know <laughs> the ships with a bad mechanic. Like what the seriously? What the fuck is that shit? Are they? I mean, I it, visually it's a it looks pretty, but I have no fucking clue what it means. You know what I mean? And it's not even like there's a a an ink like I, even a leap I can make at that for that. I feel I, like. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the only thing that it's saying is, hey, uh, well, it is saying a few things. So let's say that let's let's say the first thing is saying one. Uh, clearly, the movie is about Luke training Ray. Right. We see that there's a lot seems of that. Like, she, seems like he, like her training started. Like yeah. It begins with her all huffy puffy. They have so, the big Highlander shot of her on the like it's it's just straight out of Highlander. The helicopter right. oh, shot of her on, it's on the a fucking cliff. Total Highlander shot, except she's got a fucking lightsaber. Lightsaber. It's like they just took a shot from Highlander and rotoscoped <laughs> in the lightsaber. Blade. Yeah, they just glowed. This will be fine. Look, she's got a ponytail. Adrian Paul had a ponytail. In, it's totally in, fine. In, yeah. In the TV series, their so builds are, are only a little bit different. Like. <laughs> Hello, yeah, I guess. Um, so, so there's we we know that's the case. We know that Luke is a grump. Now we kind of get that. Like Luke is kind of like like the Jedi have to end. Now, what do you think that means? It's time that's for the what Jedi I'm saying. That's to end. The so the only thing to come out of that trailer that occurs to me is having kind of any value. You know what I mean? Is is it meant to be a teaser trailer? Or is that the point? No, it's a well, teaser. Yeah, it's kind of a okay. one that says, "Hey, well, so as in, Star in which Wars case, is coming." I mean, I, and I guess I I fail to understand teaser trailers these days. Maybe this is another one. Get off my lawn! But like, <laughs> um, I understand a teaser trailer like for some shit that we don't know about. Yeah, Do you know what I no. mean. Like so I some... could understand. Like if I'm in a movie theater and I'm watching, I, I go to see a movie. And then I see a bunch of like crazy weird images and not really any indication of plot. And then like, boom, it's over. And then there's a title. I'm like, who, what was that? I'm intrigued. Right. And then I want to find out more later. I don't fucking need a teaser trailer for Star Wars. I fucking know what Star Wars is. And I know who's in this movie. Okay, but you, you know do. how I know? No, because no, they were in the last fucking movie. No, so they weren't. Show me shit. No, they weren't in the last. Lightsaber. None of these people were in the last fucking movie. Maybe that's the point. Like for the general populace, not for people who you know. Let's face it. We what have are you a star talking about. We Ray have a Star Trek movie. podcast. Finn was in the last movie. Poe no, was in the last movie. What no, Jin Erso and K Two S O and Darth Vader and they were in the last movie. Oh, but so, that's a, so here's the, this is a sequel. A, yes. Rogue One was not a sequel. So I okay, don't but, consider uh, this the last movie. Rogue One is not what I, I consider don't. the you, last look, movie. It's you in and the I same know, universe, but it's its own thing. But you and I know every Star Wars movie that's going to be coming out, like coming up in the pipeline. The the 
average Joe who is who let's face it doesn't have a Star Trek podcast who that kind of like hey, even if you're if even if you're no no uh-uh I disagree like I if you if you've watched the franchise and if you watched the force awakens this yeah, that's you don't what I'm fucking saying. need this teaser you don't no, need I'm it saying, for any except reason. maybe the point of the teaser is look do I think it could have been stronger yes I do think that you could have teased something but I'm just saying for, we see a, we see a bunch of the same types of ships we saw before we actually see a there's bunch a sweeping like you know there's a comparison shot for shot uh where somebody mashed up the two uh original trailers for force awakens and then they put this one next to it and there's a lot of like the 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 boom she jumps into frame and she's out of breath it's very much like when finn first popped up and he's out of breath in the first one and it's there are there are some yeah i just it's it's strong similarities between but you're You're not gonna have a trailer come out actually have a trailer come out yeah i give you some indication and get me excited about what is gonna be except this I can see like again, we are very much get off our lawn because if they did that, we'd be going, why do they got to have the trailers that tell us everything that's going to happen in the movie? No, <laughs> no, because I don't want that either. I want a fucking trailer. What a trailer is supposed to do is give you some indication of what's going to happen, of what's going on. I think it gives you, you an indication, but not like give everything away. You don't and think this gives this you an indication of the of tone. You don't think this gives you the, the indication of the tone of the film. And how it, I mean, it's different. Is it than, any different than the tone of the last film? Did it feel totally I think so. different to you? Yeah, I think so. This one, a In lot more talk about way? the plot. It's literally forest. the same music. It is. Well, it, it's always this. It's it's always going to be this guy. I mean, you go back to the fa- the Phantom Menace trailer, and it starts with do do do. But that's my point, right? That's always the same, and, and, and totally, it is fucking the same. Sweeping shots. Yeah, but the and then breathe, like, ju- the ambiguous, breathe, breathy breathe, voices. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, what? There's nothing tonally different about this than the Force Awakens shit. Nothing. I the I, only I, thing there is one thing that makes there's. Just at the very end, when he says the Jedi must die or some shit or end, I like seeing that is the her only use the force. I like her seeing the force. I like that he's like looking at some picture. We don't know what the picture is all about. But look, I will say this you're not going to have the same like excitement that you had from the first teaser trailer where people are like, ooh, it's Star Wars again. This and feels- that's what I'm saying. Like, I understood it for The Force Awakens because we had been on hiatus for so long. Yeah, I yeah, I guess you know it's like, and it's that moment. It's like, see, there's new things, and then you're, and that gave us, you know, the fucking his lightsaber that we were all like, that's fucking stupid to argue about. Like, so that yeah. it served a very different purpose then. But now that it has begun, it, sure, and we just yeah, and saw look, that we, shit. We don't need this. If we compare it to the Thor trailer, um, which you don't, you don't think that the movie's gonna ring your bell. I think it's gonna ring mine. But we gotta give I think the trailer. It's gonna be fine. But we gotta yeah, give the I'm trailer credit. Credit for it establishes the plot. It establishes the tone. It establishes hey, some big stuff happens. It establishes it's gonna be Thor and the Hulk, and isn't that gonna be fun? And it, it sort of it gives you a basic idea of the thesis statement of the movie, the Thor trailer. It goes like you walk away from that going, going, okay, I think I have a pretty good idea of what they're going for in this movie. Mm-hmm. Except it's, but the major plot points aren't given away. You don't know. Sure, yeah, you, I don't yeah. know exactly what's going to happen. So, so it's not like one of those trailers. And where it's you walk not away like because I like, think what happens sometimes in trailers, and I think the trailers that you're speaking of, or that occur to me anyway, as the ones where it's like they gave everything away, because um, the plot is not a giveaway, right? It's more 
it's like when it, I tend, I find it tends to be true, like in comedies, when basically all of the best jokes are in the trailer. Oh, there's and a movie. There's like, a movie oh. out right now with Catherine Heigl and Rosario Dawson. I could sure remember the name of the uh, of the movie, but the um the trailer of the movie literally because it looks like one of those movies that has lots lots of, like twists and turns, a plot twist and turns. Literally shows you. The, all like the all of the plots turns. that shows them to you it goes and then this okay, happens yeah oh oh you know um yeah i look i do think the trailer could be stronger i think the movie i here i'll say this the trailer does not make me think that the movie's not strong you know that it's like there's nothing in the trailer to make me doubt the movie but sure. it does the the trailer does um it lacks a the wow or if they were going for introspective the ooh i think that it didn't do that and i do think they gave you some of the same shots that they gave you in the old like like poe running toward an x-wing that is blown up on the ground where he then stumbles back and bb-8's next to him they literally did that exact same shot in the force awakens um that's like that that's what happens on jakku at the very beginning and they put that in the original trailer so there are some shot like things that starting the trailer with, oh, she's jumping into frame, you know, like that's exactly how the first teaser trailer. For it. So, I mean, it's for a movie that's if the thesis is supposed to say, hey, we're not copying this time around the trailer. People are like, well, maybe maybe we are a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I, mean, I feel it, like it, it just it feels superfluous because there's no reason for a teaser at this point. And as a trailer, as a legitimate trailer, there's not enough there. Yeah, it's. I think the only thing that maybe it serves to do is again, um, for people who are not us who just kind of casually, like my dad, he goes and sees all the Star Wars movies that come. But does out. it? Does he really? Does he need that level of reminding? Does he need a teaser trailer and then I, he's going to need a trailer when that comes out like a month from now? Um, I do that. Well, one, they waited so long to like it's the the idea that it's April and they're just releasing the first trailer now when the first trailer for Force Awakens opened oh, came out over a year before the movie came out. Ah, came but out again, in- that was a teaser trailer, and it was a return. Yeah, well, so I guess- So that I makes guess- sense to me, right? Because it's like, oh, it's coming. Y- you know, so you're, you're basically, it's this tiny little crumb you give people, and you're like, it's a year from, oh, man. I really wonder, I really wonder- speculating if, for a year, you know? I really wonder if people need to know, if people, like your casual viewers, not just your fans, but your casual viewers, need to know that- Okay, the Star Wars, the the Skywalker Ray Finn Star Wars is coming back now. Just so you know that that's the one that's coming soon. So start thinking about that. I don't know. It's it's right, it, it, like just so you know th- that the next one that's going to have Ray and and Luke Skywalker in it that's yeah, coming out. Cool. That's that's a, that's a, wait, no. So, that's, it's just it's it, again, it all it's, it does it does almost seem instructional, doesn't it? It does almost seem like yeah. So like, it just seems like see. Oh, this is the one that has Ray in it and, yeah, the, 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 and Finn. It, it's a, it's and that a trailer. Guy they put out a they they put out a they put a PowerPoint presentation. Okay, you see what we're doing. <laughs> I almost is, feel like yeah, it was it was every, it was no every other that. movie is going to be these guys. We're going to do movies in between that take place in other times and other places that this don't have these people. But so this, this isn't is one of those. Continuing storyline. This isn't one of those. This is back to to those. So in case you were wondering what this is, it's fucking. Seriously, I just, everyone's gonna I'm, see it anyway. Everyone, like, I mean, like, seriously. Obviously, I'm gonna see the movie, but I just—that's my point. And so is anybody else who loved The Force Awakens and had a good time. This is just, in my opinion, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's not a great. It's not trailer. a trailer. 
<laughs> like I'm yeah. not. I didn't just watch it and go, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" Did you see the thing that happened? I yeah. wonder why that happened. Like I yeah. saw those ships and they were pooping red, and I don't know why. And <laughs> I'm like, not those that ships are on their period. That's yeah, right. I'm like, oh, those ships are menstruating. Oh, that's, that's so exciting. So, I wonder why. Oh, it's a special. It's fuck. a special time in a ship's life. Special, yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Like it just. You make you make a point. You make a point. <laughs> just, All right, it, the, the whole thing. <laughs> so Ugh. we have. Uh, speaking of uh, of movies, um, there is uh, there is a quote uh, this week from uh, Zachary Quinto. Let me pull it up here. I'm getting some of this from Trek Movie. I love, love going to Trek Movie and checking them out. Um, uh, but uh, Zachary Zachary Quinto was asked uh, as to um, what's going to happen next uh, with Star Trek, and he said, "I don't know. We are waiting. I know they're working on a script for another one, and we'll see how that all plays out." Then the actor went on to talk about how nice it is to have time between the big tentpole films so he can do other work he loves on stage and with independent films. But he added this ominous note. I'm hopeful we'll do another Star Trek film, but there are no guarantees. Um, uh, there is... Um, we know that Star Trek Beyond, as good as it was, did not make the money that the first two made and that you can watch sort of a line graph of 09 into darkness and then Star Trek Beyond, whereas That's if you look declining. at, let's say, Fast and the Furious, you would watch that line go up, right? You'd watch, it, you, you watch, you'd watch, you know, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The the eighth one that just came out is, by the way, side note, the, the eighth uh, Fast and Furious movie that just came out just had the biggest global opening of any film of all time. More than Force Awakens, more than wow. Star Wars, more than anything. The biggest of, of all ridiculous. time. It's not that huge here, but evidently, like in other countries, it's enormous. It's like I believe it. it. I mean, Star I want to see level. it, but I mean, I and you know what I will say there that there's a commercial for for something uh, that's related, some car related thing with uh, for the Fate and the Furious, and I dig the commercial because it's like got the, one of the stunt drivers from uh, the 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 Fate and the Furious and the Fate of the Furious, and she's like this you know older woman and she fucking kicks ass and it's like they could have just shown all the cool driving in the in this commercial right because that's kind of what the fast and the furious as a you know series is about but i like that they showed us who's driving first because yeah it's not typical and yeah i just you know i, I love I, that and she's fucking awesome I just, it's not my, it's never going to be my thing. Oh, um, I can see that. I mean, I, here's my feel. Like, obviously, I love, I love fast cars. Uh, I have a motorcycle. Just not, like just not so fast. furious. Um, I hated Tokyo Drift because that's a piece of shit. But I haven't watched it. And, and, and as a result, I haven't watched any of the other ones since then. And I, I have them, and I actually want to watch them now because I have read some stuff about Fate of the Furious. I've heard like, that five, six, and seven are good. I've heard that Fate of the Furious is not very good. That's that's the what I'm hearing. Yeah, so I mean, I'll it watch it. Tired. But I, I mean, I, I know what I'm getting into with that. Like, I'm clear that the reason that I'm watching the, the that, that film, like the reason I watched the Fast and the Furious when it came out, was because I fucking I'm into I'm into to racing. Sure. Not like. It, I mean, I'm not into indie race. I mean, I would if I was in the fucking car, but in terms of watching it, it's not that it's not as exciting to me because it's there. It's long, grueling day. And, and if I was there in person, it'd probably be different. But um, but I want to race. I like 
fast cars. I like fast motorcycles. I want to race my motorcycle. So I'm definitely the demographic. But I can understand for a person who's not, you know, who's risk averse or just isn't into that, like isn't into cars or bikes, like that's like there's nothing there for you, like legitimately. There's yeah. like zero reason for you to watch that film. Uh, going back to Star Trek real quick, there's there's, you know, I will say this there there does not see they, there were three years between oh nine and darkness four years before beyond um i like it does not there does not seem to be any like real push like come on it's coming new like it's we there we doesn't are- seem to be there seem the focus seems to be on discovery and i'm okay with that honestly he, because here's the only trajectory i think it legitimately has is if discovery actually does well if they don't fuck it up like i fear they're going like like i have fears about right now based on recent shows that have come out that su- that kind of suck <clears throat> look at it you iron fist um oh and, did you finish it uh i've not finished it but i um are you gonna have a hard time finishing <laughs> but i started it i've watched some of it and you know what the real and the thing about it too is that and this is bad because i started it having heard from you and other friends of mine that it wasn't that great so i didn't have high expectations even going in and yet and still though i i was like wow wow what I mean, and you know what I wish I could do because I think that th- that someone should do this if you're listening and you can edit or you should do it, Justin, because I obviously I can't edit. But I'm telling you, if you took all of the episodes and you just edited together every sigh or chuckle, like like breathy little chuckle at the end or beginning of a sentence or sometimes right in the middle, it would be such a long video. I mean, they are the most breathy people on the planet earth i've i it was so bizarre to me like i watch a lot of stuff and this is the first time i've ever watched a show and it's just oh they're sighing again oh there's a little chuckle and it's it feels so much like it's a crutch because like this is such a bad show we're doing and they just know it and they're just sighing and and alternately sighing and chuckling the the whole time to get through I, i don't know I'm, no, I, but have you noticed it? It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, totally. But like, like, like at least ten yeah. size an episode. Like, like if that, oh my yeah. god! I, well, I think there's a quota. I think they have a quota. I, I, uh, hey, they must. Hey, listen. Um, if you could do it again, but this like, time, yeah. I wonder if it's like a like the writers write that shit in and they have sigh. to do it, and then the directors are like, you know what? I feel like this needs more size. More sighing. I mean, um, I, I get that you're exasperated here um, and maybe, but <sighs> I need that. That's what I need. I, I need a nice exhale sigh. That's what I really need from you right now. I don't I want know. to talk real quick as as we were talking uh, about um, Discovery. Um, we're not the only ones talking about Discovery because this last weekend at the Sil- Silicon Valley Comic Con, the Star Trek The Next Generation cast talked about Discovery. Oh, did they really? They did. I want to start... Uh, by again, I want to throw some shade at your man, William Shatner. I do. Oh shit, really? For throwing shade for doing the same shit that he always does that is sort of like fuck Star Trek. I really do. What? And I'll tell you 
Let me, let me, I'm just going to read you this. Okay, because uh, you got to be here, careful here go. when you start attacking the shit. All right, Marina Sirtis, I'm going to start here, and it's four lines down. I'm read the whole thing. I would do it, but they'd have to pay me a lot of money to get back in the spacesuit because I'd have to go to the fat farm and lose about 15 pounds. So I would do it if they paid me a lot of money, and I don't care what she does. I'm an actress, so just point me in the right direction. Denise Crosby says, who would I be? Would I be Tasha? Would I be Sila? Something in between? But of course, yeah, it'd be great fun to do. Just wanted to see if I could get back in that spacesuit again. Jonathan Frakes, I'm looking forward to Star Trek Discovery. You know, Jason, Jason Isaacs is the new captain of the Enterprise. William Shatner is moderating this panel. William Shatner says, I know nothing. I couldn't have followed it less. Is it supposed to be good? He wears this, I don't really care, like a badge of honor. I know nothing. I couldn't have followed it less. All he had to say when he was asked, do you know Jason Isaacs is the new captain of the Enterprise? Is, oh, really? That's all he has to say. But he has to make a point. As he Why, has so, so many. So what, what do you feel like is motivating that? Like what, what are you hearing when you hear I that? Have it, always felt, you? I have always felt that he that he even from moment one feels like Star Trek was sort of a silly thing that he did and he's willing to ride the wave and he's doing this. But I think that, you know, there's this thing that, and, and I, and I'll admit to this, I'll admit to this, that I have done when I have gone to uh, conventions like awesome con or something like that, where I go up to one of the actors that I want to meet or something or get an autograph or something. One, I never get it for myself. I always get it for my wife, but that's because I, she really likes it. But I also like always have to mention, yeah, I'm here. I'm actually working the con. I'm, I'm, I have to get back to my table. I'm not like a fan, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't come to one of these things, pay the money to, but you know, you're here. So yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you 20 bucks. Can you write it? J U S T I. There we go. Um, <laughs> like, like, like I sort of have to feel like, let, let go, go. You know, I, I, even I have the sense of, of I'm going to be a little bit big. I'm uh, you know more above it, but in truth, you know, everyone who listens to the show knows that I'm not, that I'm like read about this stuff all the time. I don't feel like he is a science fiction fan. Like he's a Star Trek fan. I don't imagine he goes home and watches like Battlestar Galactica or Star Wars. If he like, I think that it's well, just, he may not. So, so, but, are but we here's the thing. Crucify the guy for that. I'm not, I'm not crucifying him. I said, I'm throwing shade. I didn't say I'm nailing him to a cross. There is a difference. <laughs> uh, Maybe yeah. you need to understand the difference then, because what it sounds like is you're nailing him to a cross. Yes, yes, but I'm you're sure. Saying wait, you're throwing some shade. Are you wait, put an wait, yes, yes, yes. While you nail yes. him to the cross. Yeah, I know. I've done my research, and uh, <laughs> you know, everyone knows that I'm a Christian, and 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 I did my research. And what they actually did is they were like, "Hey, Jesus, what we're trying to say is that you're not as big a fan <laughs> as- <laughs> of of this whole." Love thy neighbor. Yeah, love you're saying, everybody. Yeah, you're, you're not, you're not as big a fan as, as thing. We no, think that I you're just, just riding the wave because you're God's son and yeah. all. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think that um, I think that Shatner. It seems very much to me like he's always done this thing. Like like, um, yeah, it's, it's, I never really watched it. And it goes back to we talked about the time of the captains where where uh, where like Patrick Stewart was like naming the the warbird of the bird of prey, and and Shatner says there says says, says I. I, I really I, I have no idea. I haven't watched it since then. Like I, I don't get the sense that he's a fan and I get the sense that he's that maybe because fans have been dogging him for 50 years that he feels like he's a little bit above it all. And I just get that sense. I like wonder. So I do think. That let me go possibly... two lines down. Let me let me go two lines down because you'll see what I mean. The difference between someone who 
has their heart in it and doesn't. I know. I will grant you based on what you're saying without you even having to go on to that point. I still want to hear it, but I'm saying, well, I'll grant you without before you say that the next thing that I do think uh, he probably wasn't into science fiction when it started and then it didn't like change his mind and now make him into uh, science fiction. Bless you. That having been the case, um, I don't think, I don't know that that has to now mean also like there's a leap that, that you're doing past that, that I think there's a leap that he's doing. That's the thing. I, he, I don't think so. Here's what, I, cause it sounds to me and this I get because he hasn't all of the more recent stuff that's gone down. There's been no, Hey, how can we put, how can we have Shatner in here? And that yep. has, I, I'm sure has to rankle. I would say, rankle anybody. Well, and, and I would. Right? I would. Say, and well, so I do think that there might be some level of that going on because you know if if you weren't that into science fiction to begin with, but you did originate this role that has now at the show that you were on has has spawned this huge thing. Sure. And that it, it and then it almost feels like a fuck you. When all this new stuff is happening and nobody's talking to him, nobody's asking, "Hey, is there? We we might want you for this." Like, I that would I think that would upset me. I would. Well, I'll feel take it like, a step further. I I he he didn't do conventions a whole lot, and he did not. You know, he was not doing stuff specifically about Star Trek until. Like he finally would write a memoir, then he'd write another memoir, then he wrote another memoir. Now, then he did another documentary, and now he's kind of hosting the convention and holding court there. But I like he only did that when everything else kind of like like they he's no longer you know headlining a TV show. He's he's like I have always got the sense that he's like, well, this is this is something I got to do. Um, but I think that he it's because like, again, I, let but me that's go. Because that's what they're asking. Like, I think if they came to him and they wanted him on the show, they wanted him to do something on the show. They wanted him to be an admiral or they wanted him to be a sure, descendant I, or a, or or one of his. Yeah. Co, you know, progenitors or something. I think he would be distinctly more enthusiastic. And I because th- because here's the th- like, you know, being an actor. Yeah, you but know, here's the thing. It's not that he's he- not being enthusiastic. It's that he's making a point. He says, I couldn't have followed it less. Right. This is what I'm let's this follow me here. Like, you know, being an actor, like you go, you let's see you audition for a role and you wanted it so bad and you don't get it. And now are you really excited to go see it and have somebody pl- and watch somebody else playing the role that you did? Or, or, and there's things that you tell yourself as an actor because it's such a, as a business, it's such a fucking no, 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 no. Like you're just constantly being told no. I mean, it really batters at your ego in general. And so in, in some cases, I feel like some actors in moments or all the time or what have you, you overcompensate to try to deal with that so that you don't feel like, I must be so awful. Nobody wants me. So it's like you know, I could, I could, I couldn't even care less. I was, I wouldn't follow that. I have no fucking idea. All right, so you know this what is, I mean? It's a defense right, so, mechanism. Okay, that's, yeah. that's my. That's but that's because my that's because his his ego is so enormous, and that's the no, thing. Uh, you have no idea what size his ego oh, there, is. Right, first of all, I've been following this guy for years, and 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 every <laughs> single person on this stage would have a right to feel that way. 
All right, let's be clear. Jonathan Frake spent more time in front of the camera as Riker than Shatner spent in front of the camera as Kirk. He sure. logged he logged more hours. As did Gates McFadden. Agreed. As did ad, as did Brent as did, Spiner. All right, yeah, can you agree with those things? I want to yep. go back to the beginning of this conversation. I want to, and I'll put some emphasis on some words. Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. I am looking forward to Star Trek Discovery. You know, Jason Isaacs is the new captain. William Shatner. I know nothing. I couldn't have followed it less. Is it supposed to be good? Jonathan Frakes. Well, I haven't seen it. Gates McFadden. I'll, I bet it's going to be great. Brent Spiner. We're hoping it is. Jonathan Frakes. I'm an eternal optimist. Brent Spiner. It's good for everybody if it's good because it goes on and on and we're part of this giant epic and which is the great American epic, Star Trek. One of these things is not like the other. I am looking sure. forward. I'll bet it's I, going to be great. We're hoping it is. It's good for everybody. I'm an eternal optimist. And... I, I think there's a difference in for for Jonathan Frakes. I know he's into sci-fi. All right, so that Gates McFadden too. and Brent Spiner and that I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I don't know enough about them. I just I know Jonathan Frakes has directed and produced a lot of other sci-fi stuff after Star Trek. So clearly he's into it. You know what I mean? You don't do that if you could give if you're if it's not really your bag. I feel, but. Um, and, and based on the time that I saw him talk at a convention, like early, like when he was on the show and it was like my, I want to say it was the first convention I ever went to. And it was a big deal for me, obviously. Um, and I got to, you know, and it was so much smaller than what, like what shit is now. Like I was, I'm trying to think of like the size of the room and like, it wasn't this gigantic room. Like, I mean, it yeah. was a big room, but it wasn't like when we saw say Kevin Smith even at Awesome sure. Con it when it was just like this gigantic warehouse. That I just, know. It's just like clearly it was just a like like right. just, it let's was seat like a thousands. hotel, one of those, you know, sort of rooms, reception rooms that they have. And I was in and I was sitting pretty close. I got you know, I got to and he was kind of on our level. It wasn't even like he was up on some stage or you know, whatever. He was just kind of it was a more like intimate feeling. Uh, at the, at least at the time, and I remembered him talking so enthusiastically and excitedly, and he loved all of it. And so I it, it I based on what I saw or you know heard of him there, and the fact that he as you know Star Trek ended for him, he went on to produce and direct and do other sci fi related things. I get the feeling the dude is into sci fi, so I know that about him, but I don't. I don't know that about any of the other people. I but I do I see what you're saying. Like Brent Spiner saying it's good for everybody because then we're a part of this legacy and that's amazing. And he's a lot older than they are and maybe he's and he you know is just having a little bit of a But it's always moment. this goes back kind of goes back to get a life for me. I mean it does. It kind of goes back to like like I sort of get that just that sense of of you know, why are you making this more than it is? It's just yeah. Why you like like sort of like who cares? Like like I, I don't know. It's it just it's. But then he it, changes. I mean, didn't that change though? Like he was that way, and then then he became you know more like this is you know this mattered to a lot of people, and that's awesome. And I don't know it that that always felt like tacked on at the end. Like like maybe a producer said, "Hey, you better say this," like because that was not part of the the general conversation that he had with people i mean i i don't think he's a terrible person or anything i just feel like like i i 
there's a thing you do, and you mentioned being an actor, where somebody else gets the role. And, you know, I've joked about, you know, my buddy Mike uh, in high school, um, who's still out there uh, acting and shows up on stuff. Um, and he and I were up for a number of roles throughout high school. Uh, specifically, um, we were uh, we were up for The Princes in Into the Woods, which I got. We were up for Rooster and Annie, which he got. We were up for the whatever the guy's name is from uh, from Hello, Dolly, that Michael Crawford played, which he got. We're up for John Proctor, which I got, but then he got Hale. Um, we just kept being up for the same stuff, but more often than not, especially for singing stuff, he would get it. And the only choice that I could have, especially as I got older, I prim- I'm sure when I was younger, I was r- kind of shitty to him. But like <laughs> as, when I got to be like near a senior in high school, I, I learned to kind of go, go, you know what? Gosh, I wanted that role, but it's, it's good that he got it because boy, was he great. And he was actually, in fact, great. But you learn to say that shit. Like you, you learn do, to go. Yeah, like that's it can go one of two ways. You know what I mean? If if you're it can either go there. That fucking director's an idiot and they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm amazing. Yeah, because you need to tell yourself that. Otherwise, you feel like you're no good and you're going to stop doing it. Or, you know, you take a step back and, and you realize, you know what? That it was a hard fought battle and, and we're both good. And, you know, he just. He he's not. He'll do the the role well, and he earned it. Well, and and so and when that, the new Star I, Trek I, movie would, came, but when I the new Star Trek movie came that out, that's a harder place to get to. Emotionally. When the new Star Trek movie came out, he was the one who was always like, "I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it." I've when been, the new Star Trek came out, when two thousand nine came out, right? You know like, I, who who was it in and who wasn't? You mean that Chris Pine was in it and that he wasn't? No. I mean that Leonard Nimoy oh, was that in. Oh, Leonard Nimoy was wasn't. in again, and they like to support your friend. That might be something you go do. You go do. You might do it through gritted teeth. I mean, fucking like George Lucas was there sitting. George Lucas described like them making new Star Wars movies, and he's he's a little shitty sometimes too about it. But he's you know spent much more of his life and time invested. So I understand you know that his expectations. And, he, and it was his, and it's that. ultimately his creation. Yeah, but he so. he has said that that watching other people uh watching other people make Star Wars without him is like watching somebody else sleep with your ex-wife. Like that's he's he's been like, yeah, he's I like, could he's see like that. that's a, but you know what? He was at the premieres sitting in the front row of both Force Awakens and Rogue One. He showed up. He showed yeah. up. Well, he and I think in hands. his case he feels I feel like it's a slightly different tone in that you feel the like desire uh, or the necessity to see what they've done with your shit, for better or worse. Yeah, but he could have he could have seen that in the privacy of his home. They could have sent him a screener. Any number of things could have happened. He showed up publicly. He showed up for Star Wars Celebration this last weekend. Like he had no, no need. He didn't need to do it. He's got four billion dollars. Sure. And He's got as four as, billion you know, some dollars. people handle it better than others, and it's and it's tough. And, it's always and maybe, felt. It's always like maybe Shatner's Takei, just not very George Takei shows up. You know what I mean? It's a, it just That's I what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe Shatner's just not very good at that. I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think, but um, but that doesn't make him I'm not saying he's I feel evil. like you were I'm, making him out to be like some kind of jerk to start with and I feel like it's a more human situation that's going on rather than I'm sure it is a more human situation. Star Trek. Do you but, know what I mean? I just, but here's the thing, here's the thing. Things. It just it, it begins to feel disingenuous when he's making all the star trek documentaries and stuff it feels like those are the cash grab but have you 
have you considered and maybe again I'm, I'm obviously I just I love Shad but have you considered that maybe when he's done the the documentaries about Star Trek it's been a, in an actual attempt to understand it because it does it didn't he never really got it Sure, that was in the narrative of them, and I and I will I, I will I will give it that. And the fact that he's he's now he's now hosting Next Generation cast things, you know, I'm sure that that it's it's a because there's just that added level. There's of just like a, growing there's just a tone. And... There's just a tone of like of everyone else like seems really game to be there, and he just kind of seems like he's working, and it seems to jive. So I think there are, there are two camps, right? There are and and when when you have you know when you're the child of divorce, you hear the stories of both the parents demonizing the other parent a a lot of the time. That is something that I've heard happens quite a lot, mm -hmm. where mom says, "Well, dad does this stuff that's bad," and dad says, "Well, mom does this stuff that's bad," and sometimes they tell you two stories about the same event, which cannot both be true. They're incongruous. Right. With one They're another. so divergent. They cannot both be true. Yeah. It, it can't be that there's a certain point of view. There's, you know, it was raining and it was sunny. One of those two <laughs> things are true. It can't, they both can't be true. Right. So, so there are a number of stories of the way that Shatner is and has been. And, and George Takei has been the loudest about that. Um, and then there's Shatner's point of view of what he was trying to do. Um, and I would say that I feel and maybe it's confirmation bias, but I read stuff like that and just little stuff here and there where it seems like he's got to put out there like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about that. Like he's like, like, like it reminds like, like it reminds me of the stuff that George has said that he's like that. He's just like kind of not. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And it's sort of like when I'm trying to talk to my it's, he's like talking to my dad about sci fi. But if you're making your living like now at sci fi conventions like. You, yeah, but so then that's that's a you put on the fucking say, face. Like, that's what I'm, I'm trying saying. to you think put on of the something face. that I'm just like not a fan of. Um uh, hip hop football. Music. Let's say football. I want to say football specifically. Are you a big fan of football? Uh, I'm, no. No. All right. If you got a job, and your job was to be the on the field host doing interviews, they're like, "We love you on Trek Off. You're so funny. Why don't you come be the on field host uh, to interview the players? And we're gonna pay you. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna gussy you up, and we're gonna make you look beautiful, and we're gonna put you in front of a camera, and you're gonna be able to just exert your personality, and we're gonna and and we're gonna pay you, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. Would you say no? Oof. Are you kidding? Like, like I like I would I would have to seriously think about whether or not I would host the Hitler Awards. Like I'd probably not. I, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably draw a moral line on the sand. I'm sorry, I can't be the host of the Hitler Awards. I would have but, to for that because here's the thing: I would, I, I would feel like I was being disingenuous. I, I would feel like I don't, I don't get all the hubbub. I'm not. I don't get crazy excited about this. Yeah, but you know what I would do? I would take the job. And then I would I would take the job and then I would look it up and I would and I would study it and I'd go out there and I'd go, you know, what? it's not about me. It's about the show. And the and the show is to be excited is, but, but and get the people excited too, to some extent. Right. It's oh, I'm trying to think of a good example. And, and I think and, and that's the thing, like when you're talking about doing it just for money, 
or you're talking about doing it for loyalty. It's a different thing. Like, do you ever see that episode? Oh, I guess you you don't watch sitcoms. You hate sitcoms. But there's this episode of. Uh, uh, but I would I do a mother. sitcom, and I'd go, "Gosh, this is a great sitcom." While I was and doing it, yes. If I was doing it, I'd love it. Um, I, where there's this episode where they're talking about how you go see things for your friends, and because they had to go see somebody's uh, show. Or support one of their friends in something yeah, they yeah. do, but but like I'm not interested in that thing, whatever it is. And so um, NPH's character uh, is like, so that means if I have if I put on a one man show, then you guys all have to come and support me, right? Because that's what friends do. And they're like, yeah, of course, absolutely. And you do it happily. And they're like, absolutely, yes, totally. So he does this thing, and it's and it's like an ongoing joke where he just basically stands on stage and like. For like ninety minutes, just keep saying the word moist because it upsets one of them so much. And it's really funny, and but like it's like that, right? So it's it's like going to if you don't like, oh god, a good example. I, I a friend of mine was in I want to see the seagulls, and I know it's like blasphemy for an actor to say this, but fucking I can't stand Chekhov. Like, it's. It's a weird podcast to say that on, but I understand what you're saying. She's Not talking about that one. Yes, I know. It's the, the but acting. But Anna Karenina yeah. and all the and the seagull like I it to me I'm I don't I don't see the the I guess being an actor if you were in it I could see the complexity potentially possibly maybe. Sure. But so there there, of there are shows that are that exist to let actors masturbate on stage. Right, but but that, but I feel like every one of his shows and it's like gosh People in just a picture he paints based on his playwriting is that everybody in Russia only loves people they can't be in, that, that don't love them back. Like it's a rule. Like if you live in Russia, you yeah. if you can't love someone who loves you back, you're gonna have to stop doing that. Agreed. And so that's the whole like the whole show is about I love him, but he loves her, but she loves that other guy. And I'm just and I hate it. It's not entertaining to me. I don't want to watch it. I don't even want to read it. But a friend of mine got cast in it, and it's like you go right. But I wouldn't go if she wasn't in it, you know. Okay, but like, here's that's the deal. So, so th- that that may be true. But here's the thing: this is his job, right? So this I'm saying, is his but job. You're, you're so, talking so, about having to do that on the regular, and that and here's what I'm talking about: the difference between money and loyalty. Loyally speaking, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best to be engaged, and I'm gonna pay attention to my friend and the performances and find things that I can be positive about. But and I, if that's I'm getting all I'm paid, if someone's him. just saying, I will give you 50 bucks to watch the Seagulls, I'll go and I'll watch it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel that same push to really try my best to enjoy it, to find something good in it, to find that. Okay. Nugget. Okay. I'm just but you know what? Be annoyed, but, but, okay. Probably. But what if you, you know were what I mean? not hired? What if you were not hired to watch it? But what if you were hired to introduce the show? Like your job was to introduce the show as the actors are preparing to get the audience warmed up. And an audience member asks you, so have you seen the show? And your answer and your answer was, well, no, it's not really my thing. I don't think it's very good. Like that's like, no, I wouldn't say that second. I wouldn't say that last sentence. And neither did he. And I, but, well, but, no, that but I would, did, I would did, feel did, like did, I'm, did, I would have two options. I would feel torn because that my two options would be to fucking lie, which I don't like to do. Or, to say, you know what? I haven't seen it. It's, it's not really my kind of show. 
All right, but but here's the thing. You know he, what I mean? In the position that he was in, being asked in the position he was he was in, uh, uh, being asked about Star Trek Discovery, all he had to do to answer honestly would be to say, would be see, no, I haven't heard that. Yeah, agreed. But agreed. he had he, he to add. Just been, I oh, really? Couldn't I didn't know that. Have followed it less. Like he's making the point. He Absolutely is, and I think to, again, not. I think that's I think that's because he's hurt about it. He's he's hurt to not be involved. Well, okay, and it's and I and I think it's and and I think it's also hard as you get older uh, to to not be more involved in these things and to watch the world continue on sort of without you in a way. I and think I, wonder- I think that you are hedging your bets, ma'am. I think that what's really happening here is you're still convinced, and maybe you're correct, that Shatner's going to knock on the door and go, it's time for the sex. And he's gonna <laughs> say he's gonna say, I've prior to the sex, I've reviewed all the tapes. Um, because he's going to have to have our podcast translated onto tapes. I've reviewed all the tapes. And despite many attempts by your partner to, to say that I was a bad dude. You have you've stood up for you- me. Always even defended the, me. Even in the most impossible of circumstances, <laughs> you've defended me. And therefore, I present to you... My the, penis. The penis. <laughs> that's, that's what the I think is happening is for you. here. That's my, oh. that's my theory about that. Okay, my name is Justin. <laughs> my name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.